0: For centuries, we've been warned about little green men.
1: Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Prepare for the attack of the androids. Yeah, what's up everybody? It's Tuesday, January 27th, 2015. This is episode 145 of Tag of the Androids. Every week, Tuesday evening, attackoftheandroids.com slash live. Check it out. I'm Matt Lee. That's Eric thinking bro. What's up, Eric? What's going on, Matt? Good to have you back here. Also, Nick Carroll joining us. What's up, Nick?
2: Glad to be back.
1: Glad to have you back uh let's see oh you got your shield back you want to start out we'll talk about that for a moment very excited yeah. for you i wish i had a shield i almost bought one the other day but then i was like i don't have a job so i should probably squander a little money
0: <laughs> yeah that you made a good decision i'm very proud of you
1: right i'm like all of our
0: listeners should be proud of you too
1: all yeah yeah you all um, should and then you should yeah every me money last... so that i can buy one
0: that's very that's very sad that you turn this into panhandling,
1: <laughs> Matthew. You have to. This is
0: about the Nvidia Shield. This is about pure things. So the Nvidia Shield, um, I I had I had some weird problem with it, and like lines started appearing on the screen. So I got to see what uh, you know the real life experience of using the warranty is like, um, which I have to say was actually pretty good. You know, a few emails back and forth. And, uh, you know, I was talking with uh, Shane Brady, um, who and he bought an NVIDIA Shield and sent it back. And he had me a little worried because he, he said, I think it was him that said, you know, a lot of times when you do these warranties, they're sending you, like, ones that they've already repaired, yeah. like refurb models. But nay. No, they sent me brand new in the box.
1: Brand um, spanking Nvidia new Shield. stuff? No way.
0: That's right. It still smelled like the showroom floor. What? And that is to say, well, I don't know. It smelled. It smelled like something. But it's uh, it's all good. I'm very happy to have it. And uh, you know, I just sent the, my old one back. Um, so I've I've been really really missing having my little tablet in my life. So now I can get back to gaming and all that good stuff.
2: Didn't you have a Nexus Seven before that?
0: Yep, I did, and I sold that to a friend. Um,
1: did you give them so, a deal uh, or did you yeah. rip them off?
2: No, no, I gave them a deal. Of course He's, you
1: did. You're a good guy. Cool. All about, you deals. know, yeah, I've still got I still got a
2: Nexus 7. I've been interested in getting the shield myself, but it's a little bit bigger of a tablet. So I was wondering how that impacted your use. Does it make you less wanting to use it or more likely to use it?
0: Uh, more, more likely to use it. I mean, it's, <clears throat> it's a, it's a good tablet, um, you know, I think that the extra size works well with the fact that it's, uh, you know, that you can do a lot of gaming on it, yeah. um, and, you know, if there's anybody out there listening that's curious, uh, I think a few episodes ago I went into, you know, more in-depth as to my thoughts about it, um, but, uh, you know, the the TLDR version of it is that I think it's a good tablet, I like it, and, uh, you know, except for maybe one of the tablets we might be talking about today, I think it's the best Android tablet you can get on the market, regardless of what Shane Brady says.
1: Wow. Just drawing lines regardless. in the sand. Shane, balls in your court, dude. Yeah. Well that's cool. Come on, come uh, at me. Before we get into the news, I, I kinda I learned something today. Um and certain websites will do this. I noticed that our uh, our ski whitefish resort app, we've we've mentioned this before. It's like this is
2: Are resort. you going to harass
0: this poor developer? No, no, no,
1: well maybe. No. Oh, okay, okay. This is maybe. Cool. And Just a little bit I haven't fully I haven't fully tested it out like all the way, but anything that you hashtag in Instagram with ski whitefish in it will automatically go into this section of their app that shows you Instagram pictures not curated at all so hypothetically you could take a picture of something, perhaps a body part perhaps. I don't know, uh, and you could hashtag it, right? Ski whitefish, <laughs> and it will show up in there, in in betwixt all of the images of people actually hashtag ski whitefish ing. But yeah, I, I okay, learned she- that today. Which, as as a web developer, I think that's a lesson learned. Once you start getting big old D's showing up in the feed, there maybe you'll curate that a little bit and and lock it down. But I think it is kind of cool because we were we were right. like posting pictures to it, it's alright I guess that'd be the D
2: Whitefish Resort?
1: Yes <laughs> the the big mountain D Whitefish Resort
0: Yeah, this is a lesson that I, I really hope that developer started listening, Maybe. because he or she
1: they now has on a heads show, show us Instagram pictures
0: Yep, come on the show so they can point out to the police who's been posting D's
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whose D is this? Is it yours? This guy is over this here guy? This guy. Uh, Wait, no, this guy. Not
0: Nick Carroll, the other one. I can't, I can't. Nick, I need your help. I need to point over.
1: I did it. I'm sorry. Yeah, All well, that's
0: very it.
2: sad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's start out. I saw this a little bit here and there. Uh, Google trying to start up a little NVNO called Nova. Not to be confused with Nova Launcher or the other thing that has Nova in its name. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I wish we had more NVNOs. Not even doesn't even have to be Google. Just wish we had some more here. Um, but yeah, kind of cool. A little, oh, affordable wireless service from Google.
2: Yeah, one of the interesting things to me at least is that they're going to try to pull from both Sprint and uh, T-Mobile's networks, which in and of themselves aren't necessarily that good with coverage. I mean, it's kind of hit and miss depending upon where you're at.
1: Could they... But- get better coverage if Google was like, here's a couple million? What, what would you need? <laughs> Hundreds of millions? How many figures? I mean a billion? Gonna, here's a billion. They're obviously gonna
2: Yeah, they're obviously gonna pay them you know to use their network. But I think at least because they'll have both networks at their disposal and knowing Google they they'll they've they've done a lot of research over the years with regard to wireless. I'm pretty sure they can figure out how to have better coverage maybe than just T Mobile or Sprint. You know, by themselves. So maybe this can be a pretty decent MVNO as far as coverage. But I wonder how the phones have to be built for that, because not all phones are built to, to for all the bands on both networks. You
1: mean, so. is it going to have to be an Android phone, or will they let iOS phones on there also?
2: Yeah, that would be interesting to see. Have a Google MVNO where you buy iPhone on contract
1: <laughs> for yeah. But that, that's cool, Eric. Any thoughts?
2: Well, I, you know, reading
0: some of these articles, and obviously, like, there hasn't been any announcement from Google, so we don't know yet. Um, but, like Nick said, you know, they're talking about using both T-Mobile and Sprint networks. Um, but they're also, you know, uh, some of the some of the later reports are saying that um, they'll also use Wi-Fi hotspots. So this this sounds, you know, very familiar. You know, we've hmm. talked about Republic Wireless.
1: Oh, oh, a long. Yeah,
0: I know. Everybody's going to be getting their drinking on tonight when we talk Republic about public that Republic. is
1: wireless. I like it. I like it. They should come um, up here.
0: So they're talking about the ability to, uh, you know, to do handoffs, um, and you know, if you think about the Republic Wireless model, like they're they're using these, I, I believe it's it's like customized hardware in some of these phones. That's why there's only a few available. Um, but if if Google could make this work. With, you know, just the regular phones you buy, if they're doing all the handoff and all the magic in software, um, I think that would be really great. And I would probably use them when I go back to the States because I only use MVNOs because I don't want to get locked into a contract.
1: Which yeah, then would make, would, it would make the Nexus devices mean a little more if you could have an actual Google carrier or even even if Google does this a couple times and is like, here's how to do it. Now, who else wants in? And then let's, let's other MVNOs be its MVNO, like a mvno oh right? Yeah,
2: I wonder how updates would work because even though Google, you, you have to go through the manufacturers and through the service provider, but in this case... You know the cell phone service provider is Google, so at least that would, that'd be one less holdup to getting your updates. Well, so.
1: Nick, it sure couldn't be any worse.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't wonder what their policy would be as far as unlocked uh, devices as well. Would they would all their devices be unlocked by default, or would they offer you know the ability to unlock that? So,
0: well, we know that Google likes to experiment, so maybe part of this is to experiment and get a better understanding of what the actual problems are at the at the carrier level. Um or at least be able to show them like, listen, we can do this. Why can't you do this? Yeah. Um so it I, I think it's I think it's going to be something to watch. I don't know necessarily like you said Nick, there's not or Matt, there's not like great coverage in some areas. Granted you live out in the mountains so sure.
1: I maybe that's it not a good example up on the up on the mountain that you do get way better, like f- all, not full signal, but you get like half half bars uh up on top of the mountain than when you're in the parking lot, which is still on top of the mountain, but not on top of the mountain.
0: Not as tall. You're probably standing next to the tower at that
1: point <laughs> on top. Yeah,
0: they put
2: it next to the highest thing.
1: A line of sight. Oh, really? Like the summit. OK.
0: Yeah, sure. Why not?
2: And idea. think of it this way. Let's let's say you know, you're know you the Google MVNO and you have a Samsung phone. <laughs> is this going to have TouchWiz on it? If it does, how the updates... to already have Tizen. in. I'm going to have the, the update. On so this is going to work out. This is how
1: it ties in. We're going to make it use <laughs> Tizen. Just bear with us. Have you guys... I seen mean, the- I know a lot of... Go for it. No, I was going to move us on, but please.
2: I was, was going to say, you know, a lot of MVNOs, you buy these little inexpensive phones, and you're lucky if you get any sort of update whatsoever, you know, before they end the life of the phone. So I wonder what, how that would work out here as well. This could be a chance for Google to improve, you know, things They'd over be like
1: M- MVNO. How about MVN, yes? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Google, the, yeah. All right. Now we can move on. Uh, oh, Yodaphone 2 review uh Android Central posted. This is the cool little like two. We saw this a little bit uh, at CES and it's getting way better. Like the first gen was mm, a very cool idea, but not very well executed. Obviously, we've gotten the technology further along. Not us, but. We as a society,
0: we <laughs> as a whole, we
1: as a whole—the proverbial—totally we. Totally
0: take, take credit, credit
1: for it. <laughs> yeah, well, we should all take credit for it. it. Pat's on the backs, all of us. Except, except you, Russia. No, I'm kidding. You too. I watched the interview last night. Holy crap! But please, Yoda two. Not anywhere we can get it. Sure, but intriguing. Yeah, interestingly
2: enough, it's you know it's made by Russian you know company <laughs> so it would be interesting to see if we ever see this in the states the first one never never made its way here i think it was used in a in a large carrier out there in the the, the former soviet union but uh i don't know if we'll ever see the yoda phone too although i think some some places some of these um review sites are getting a copy taxi review so
0: yeah, they're getting them from the UK, and there's been talk. There hasn't been a specific announcement of, um, you know, of having a version for the US. Um, you know, I like you said, with all the political stuff going on, who knows? You know, what's going to happen with this? Um, but it, it looks like a great phone. Um, you know, the specs are the specs are so so, but it, it's good. Like it has. Um, Nice processor, 32 gigs of internal storage. It has LTE. It has AC Wi-Fi. Like it, these are these are good specs. Um, one thing I I would like to see, and maybe this is going to be like the third generation if they do it. I'd love to see them do this with a tablet, because yeah, that'd be you know, cool. I I know that you know specifically like my wife has been asking for like the moment I showed her this, she said, why won't they make this in a tablet? Because she wants yeah. to get rid of her Kindle. She loves yeah. her Kindle, but she wants to have as few di- devices as possible, and it, it, just, it, seemed, it just makes sense to me that you would have a you know maybe a something the size of a Nexus 7 that you, know, you can read books on.
2: Yeah, the great thing about having a tablet is obviously it's a larger display, but with an e-ink plus a larger battery, this thing will last well longer than a week. Already the phone itself is supposed to last five to seven days if you just use the e-ink display, and that it's a touch screen as well. You know, but you could basically go on a long trip. You don't, you don't have the ability to charge it. Well, you can basically have the ultimate endurance mode by just by using the the this uh, display. So, yeah, it looks.
1: Yeah, like... I feel like I'm,
0: you'd need like some. Go ahead, Matt. I
1: was just going to say I was looking at the screenshots and the thing called Yoda Energy. Like, it gives you real granular modular control over what you want to be shown in what screen or whatever. It's kind of cool.
2: Yeah, I think Chris Chavez of Fandroid, I think he has uh, one of these, and uh, he's been using it a a little bit. The only problem he's experienced, for what I remember him talking about, was that uh, essentially butt-dialing with it, for lack of a more eloquent phrase, (laughs) is occasionally, because of that screen, it tends to open up or whatever, and he would call someone. So, you know, I'm not sure how that would work. Maybe if you have a locked, like some sort of a password lock or whatever, that wouldn't be an issue, but...
1: Yeah. I'm just like looking at the beautiful. screenshots and in awe of like how cool Android looks on E Ink, I guess. Let me see if I can. I'll, I'll show you guys a couple of these. I don't know. I'm trying to do this on two different computers. So like the, the, the all-in-one that's now recording Cool Edit also and running the Hangout doesn't have to pull up stories. It's so I got a little Chromebook here. All right. Uh, check this out. Alright, so these pictures, right. Well, there's a pretty good one. There we go. Decent camera. Uh they they were kind of comparing it to a Moto X. A the, the new one, not not the first gen. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, two gigs of RAM, 32 gigs storage, nice and thin. Kinda of looks like a Moto X almost. I don't know, maybe that's just because it's what I'm using, but it looks. Uh yeah, and remember, here's what I wanted to show you. Boom. That's cool looking. That looks nice. It doesn't look like I thought it would look when you're on like the first or second gen Kindles and everything renders all crappy and slow like this. Hopefully it'll look good as it's being, you know, used, but the screenshots look good.
2: Hey
0: Matt, scroll up and like right above the specs. There's a couple of pictures. I'm sorry, scroll down. It's, yeah, yeah, up, up, up. There it was. Um, right above the specs, there's a, a few pictures, and one of them shows where the yeah, right there, the left picture. It shows where the um where the sim card slot is. The hmm. sim card slot is located behind the um behind the the volume rocker. Oh, that's So great. you actually pull the volume rocker up and and. Like I've just never seen that design before. How long do you
1: think that's gonna last before it just like breaks? Well,
2: well, they have that for like Motorola has that with the Droid Turbo. The Droid Turbo, the one that just came out, has the same feature where you remove the volume control buttons, and behind it is the uh, SIM card, or actually, yeah, the SIM card. So.
1: Yeah, that is rare, and
2: it is pretty interesting because it actually eliminates a number of things that you have, you know, on the side to deal with. So,
1: nice resolution for the five-inch HD on the front. Yeah, nineteen twenty by ten eighty. Like that's pretty much what my widescreen is. Like that's yeah, I think good. the original
2: YotaPhone was also comparable in, in specs to the original Moto X. So this is kind of had a similar upgrade, but this is a. You know the old Moto X. You know had the extra processors, whereas you know the Yoda phone didn't. So
1: th- this think is more modern. This will not be updated well because of any special. I mean, I guess the Yoda Energy stuff could all be packaged as a separate APK. Um,
2: well, if you're in the U.S., you're likely not going to get it on a carrier, so you may end up buying it. You know, you know, cash. Some. He had a few phones that they sold. Yeah. But if you're into this kind of device, you're more likely gonna pay out of pocket or maybe if they have a retail site, you know, you can buy it direct from or maybe a finance, you know, through that maybe something.
0: No. I have a feeling that this thing's probably going it, it'll probably get to Lollipop and stay. Um you know, if you if you just have to be on the latest version of Android, I this is probably not the phone for you. It's so yeah, I mean I think you're your concerns are probably well founded.
2: But if you gotta get that in display, no other phone has it. <laughs> so
0: Yeah. Well I just get a honestly get a Kindle. <laughs> if you if you really like I, I don't know the I don't yeah. know the specific benefit of this outside of like, oh that's cool. I don't know that you're cool. really gonna save too much battery.
2: Yeah, those little paper whites are like hundred bucks, a little bit more than that, so yeah. <laughs> a lot cheaper than the phone.
1: Nice. Uh let's see. Ooh, this is kinda interesting. Android apps are catching up finally. All of us broke Android users are like getting caught up to where iOS is as far as profits for app developers and stuff. That's kinda cool. Um that's always been and I remember speaking of Instagram earlier that like when that first came out, everyone was like, Oh cool. Here come pictures of the ghetto and top ramen. And yeah, there was <laughs> because that's sometimes how we roll, but it it's gotten better
0: well yeah well, a couple of things here that I thought was interesting you know there was there was a big jump um, in the uh, uh, the average revenue per user uh, of Android you know granted it is not it's not on parity on parity according to this research company with iOS but you know in in less than a year it jumped from like twenty percent um, of iOS to sixty five percent of iOS um, and one other thing that I, I, I don't think I've heard anybody talk about this before, um, but this marketing company said that uh, media costs like at media advertising costs for Android um, are like twenty to fifty percent lower on Android devices. Um, so if when they take that into account, there are already some Android games that are just as profitable or more profitable than the iOS versions.
2: And I, um, I may be wrong, but I think Google also takes less of a cut, I think, than Apple. I can't remember, but I think it was something along that. That'd be something to, to Google, I, I presume. But <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of encouraging and I think more of us like myself, I'm willing to impulse by like the other day Droid Life was like Hey here's an interesting new camera app. Look at all its features and before I even read the rest of the article, I was already <laughs> clicking on the link to buy it. and just picked it up for three bucks. So I think a lot more of us are out there willing to pick up something if if a reputable site says, "Hey, we've used it, it's good or something like that. so you know maybe if if that can continue more, you know so
0: yeah, I'm looking right now to see if I can find what the um what the, you know, percentage that they take. So with Google, they take uh, 30%. Um, and let's see here. This one's pulling up. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time finding the, the iOS version. So I don't know if anybody out there, maybe in the chat room, if you guys know um, what the cut is for Apple. Um, but uh, in any case, I think it's nice that uh, at least we're... At least we're seeing the data out there. I don't. I don't think that most people, you know, in mainstream, are going to pay attention to it, just because there's so much of the, you know, it takes a long time to get to get past, you know, a lot of these uh, a lot of these narratives that are out there, like, you know, the Android ghetto with our uh, ramen noodles. Um, but uh,
2: you know, yeah. What was it? What did uh, I hope
0: that they're paying attention?
2: Yeah. What do they say? Uh, toxic health dude, What's his name from Apple? yeah
1: So yeah, yeah. Let's bring that up again. the toxic hell stew. <laughs> so good. I don't know I mean, why also, this isn't working. Ugh, I hate this. What's stuff. wrong, Matt? I don't know. The lights I mean, went out. <laughs> I don't know. Like you screen share and then you go back. Maybe uh, you could tell me, Google, what's wrong? Why is it when I screen share and then go back to presenting myself, me personally? Like there's nothing there. Aunt Pruitt in the chat says Apple gets thirty percent on apps. So Thank you, Aunt Pruitt. Thank you. you. Okay, so they're the
2: same. Yeah. Cool. We're the same. Well, I know um, Google. I think, is, well I was gonna say Google's you know, they're gonna be make, making less money over time through search, so they're trying to find other ways to be profitable, you know, to make money. So you know, they gotta try something.
0: And and I will point out too, with Apple you're paying ninety nine dollars a year. Um, in order to be in the app store with Google play, it's only a one time $25 fee. So, um, maybe for those budding, you know, developers, um, Google play definitely has an easier, I think, uh, entry point.
1: It was, I will say just from a music standpoint, it was much easier to get my music in Google play than it was in iTunes. It's interesting. And what is that better, process like? Line? Way better stuff to track analytics, obviously, and everything like that. Like, I don't – you have to, like, pay stuff for that for uh, Apple, I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not finding it because I don't use it very much. But it seems like you get a lot more of that cool stuff using Play. And, yeah, I don't know. Why is there no bandwidth? It's probably because there's a giant snowstorm on the East Coast. And for some reason – no, I don't know. I have no idea why.
0: <laughs> yeah, East Coasters, it's your fault.
1: Uh, let's talk about Project Ara. Can you talk about Project Aura? I want to see if I can jump off of this and maybe yeah. maybe hop back in. I don't know. If that'll yeah, go for it. Drop the whole thing? I mean... It might. It might. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Okay. I've never done we'll, this we'll before. We'll talk Aura. This is uncharted we'll territory. Nobody's yeah. ever done this before. <laughs> Come on.
0: The... Uh, Trailblazing. This is like interstellar. Right. The podcast.
1: Trailblaze for sure. All right. Project okay. Aura.
0: Give that a shot. Um, the uh, this this story is Project Ara related. Um, this company called Lapka, who is a they you know they they're like a like a hip trendy stylish design. Uh, company, um, they've put out what, you know, what their sort of ideas are, um, as to like what these project ARA modules can look like. Um, so if you, if you go to the website in the show notes and I just pasted it into the chat for our live listeners, um, you can see like some of these really, I, I'll, I'll go as far as to say weird <laughs> modules that they've come up with, uh, weird looking, um, you have things like an air quality tester, um, CO2 tester, uh, uh, my flashlight, an EKG, a glucometer, a breathalyzer, which could be very handy. I kind of like the breathalyzer idea. Um, but it's just like all these different things that they say, you know, these are, you know, these are things that that could be made for Ara, and here's how we would design them. Um, uh, what do you think, Nick? Do you like do you like the way that this phone is looking with all these Lapka uh, modules hooked onto it?
1: Nick, you're muted. I think you're muted, buddy.
2: Oh, there we go. Oh. It, it reminds me of something that would come out of uh, Back to the Future 2, that that future, and just everything is just has that look. It's very. Uh, it's not just that what they're trying to accomplish is interesting. it's the look of everything they're trying to plug into this aura uh, developer phone is is pretty crazy
0: yeah i I got it. I'm not digging it. I don't like the design I must say, like speaking of back to the future too like I mean this looks like something that Biff would have strapped to his you know <laughs> like his shoulder pads arms or something yeah <laughs> yeah um I yeah, I'm. I just I, I threw it in there just because I thought it looked so ridiculous. I'm. I'm not a. I'm not a big fan of the design, though. I do like. I like where their heads are at, like with with the features, um, like the if if you had um, a diabetes, like having the glucometer um, breathalyzer, because we've all been there, <laughs> where it's where it's sort of a guessing game. Um, so I I, I like the uh, I like the idea. I like where they're going with it.
2: Yeah, one of the things I like that that I've heard about recently with regard to Aura is that, like, you could even have, like, two battery modules on it, for example, two different battery modules, not conflicting, both supplying power. So, I mean, it's amazing what doors this kind of uh, product can can open from companies like Vodka or, you know, anyone else. So, you know, that's pretty cool. I, I, I mean, it looks crazy. I may not personally buy anything other than that. Other than maybe the breathalyzer, but uh, <laughs> it uh, looks pretty cool. It's definitely unique use of the technology.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't even know how this would be comfortable in your in your pocket. Like that just <laughs> does not look good.
1: And the light. So I I, don't, I honestly I have no idea what's wrong with this camera. So we're just gonna have to deal with it. I don't want to like disconnect it and then.
0: It's okay. It's, it's all right. Cool.
1: All right. I like yeah. the light sensor stuff. It like like if you yeah. if if you're inside. And then it knows you're going outside. It's like, whoa, hold up! It is like ten billion lumens out there. You better get shades on. Like that's cool. That's cool. Good to know information. It's a safety feature, really. Right.
0: So, if you're listening to the show, why not? Why don't you tweet us your idea for an R module? Why not? If you, I, I think these are. This is a great start.
1: Does it matter at this point what it looks like? MB in the chat says, I think you're being too nice. It's terrible looking. Like should because of what all it can do, like do we let it slide on the way it looks? Or You just don't buy
2: all do we, the different attachments.
1: We have to hold it to a higher standard. Because this is twenty fifteen and it's definitely not a jetpack, so
2: Yeah. Well keep in mind this is this isn't even a generation one product. This yeah, is a generation to development product like uh, this is the second iteration of hey look this is a nice concept
1: (laughs) but there's something uh, ants like don't go with this because uh consumers are going to find a way to screw this up they have something called soul you know what it is they you can't even talk about it yet that's oh that's where that is but it's called (laughs) soul so i've been looking for that take a wild guess shoes there's also one oh yeah, oh. it's the aura that you puts uh-huh. in your shoe. Clever. <laughs> Very clever. Yeah, you could pretty much it. make your phone look completely stupid with all of these. But at that point, like, is it, is it your phone or is it like a rectangle brick full of sensors that you set and let it monitor? Like, you throw it out the, the Mars thing and it can tell you how your, how your air is. And if you should go out there or not because of the radiation. Like it seems like something that, you know, not something we're gonna be using here, but
2: it seems like something Batman would use. (laughs) Or maybe Inspector Gadget, I don't know. I don't think necessarily
0: that that consumers are gonna like find a way to screw this up. I'm a little bit more, you know, bullish on on Project Aura than Ant is.
1: Yeah. We've been la- wanting this lawyers, to be. How are great. lawyers going to screw it up? And because how are somebody, lawyers going to screw it up? Check this out. <laughs> how open source? Somebody's going to make a taser module. Somebody's going to get tased, and that's going to be the end of it. Just saying. We're see, did, we're why aren't we're people just buying tasers then? Because and each this other. is a module for your project Aura phone, That's cool. It's a taser. Oh yeah.
2: We're going to see this used in the adult film industry somehow. Just <laughs> mark my words.
0: Yeah, get my HTC Re module, put it on my Aura.
1: That would be so great.
0: Well, interesting.
1: You could get, like, but, do you remember the wobble pens that would, like, they'd have the weight in there and they would wobble, so when you wrote it was all, like, curly and wobble, I don't know. You could get, like, one of those modules turned into a giant vibrator. Just saying. <laughs> I know that's what you were insinuating, so I just.
0: No, no, no. And no, no. it then, and then, massage and, then
1: and then watch the segue. You could use that hooked up to your new digital diet app quality time. I just want to tell you, I've been messing around with this a little bit. Getting some, I can't even show you because this stupid camera. Um, My digital uh, diet. Getting some interesting stats here. Let me, let's, let's crack it open in the. And I I was at the mountain today, so I didn't like, I mean, I had my phone, but I wasn't really, I took some pictures and stuff. Uh, In the two hours and 57 minutes uh, that I used the phone, I unlocked it 95 times, (laughs) which is awesome. Um, Mostly used uh, um, Gmail, Chrome, Flashlight, Secure, Facebook, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and then, like, it gets into more, like, at 9.41, I used Facebook Messenger for 56 seconds. Hmm? At 9.42, I went from Facebook Messenger right into Gmail for 2 minutes and 16 seconds. <laughs> like, it just, and the more you use it, the more useful it will give you stats. Like, I've only been using it for two days now. But I'm gonna keep it running. It hasn't slowed my phone down or anything, and I I want to and for breaking Android as well. I want to see after a month, like what am I staring at mostly? Like like what is yeah. what's the haps? So yeah, I think
2: I might might pick it up as well. I know it's you mentioned earlier in the week.
1: I thought it was dumb at first. I was like, this is gonna it's gonna lag the crap out of your phone. It but no, like it's it's really well done. So I, I would definitely and I'm curious. How how do you guys uh listen listen or watch watch your phone? You know what are you doing on your phone? I think it's cool. And it's
0: securely backed up to the cloud.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I mm-hmm. I didn't even look at any of that stuff because I don't really care. But it would be interesting to take a look at and see how uh how really this
0: sounds like malware. <laughs> like I know it's probably not, but it like it,
2: it tracks all your it, activities like t- and sends it off to the interwebs.
1: <laughs> it sends it off to our cloud in Davos. <laughs> Davos. Yeah, thank you, Nick. Don't it's like they they took it. I can't.
0: Yeah, it's true. Are you sure you don't want to disconnect? Are you okay?
1: You know what? You Hold seem on. very disturbed. Just, let's okay. Hold it's on. kind
0: of weird.
2: Whenever I select the icon, I see well, I see black, but. When you talk, the icon down below shows whatever your screen is.
1: Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Hang it, won't out, just me, get him. it won't let me. It won't let me disconnect, you guys. So I'm that's just gonna fine. deal with it. It's fine. No, it's totally fine. Okay. Uh, let's let's keep talking about apps real quick. Another interesting one um, that the the new Facebook app coming out with a light version for those of us in third world countries or with data caps, perhaps.
2: Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Uh, I like the idea of having that. I mean, it'd be nice if they released it to everywhere else, (laughs) but I suspect uh, ads are probably going to be pretty reduced in those markets, and that's probably why.
1: That's true, right? Like, How about you just make your app better (laughs) and slim it down instead of being like like it's gotten to the point where they had to offer a whole other version of their app for lower-end phones because their app has gotten so just out of control.
2: But at least the messengers included, and not, not an additional app. That that seems to be a source of perturbment for a lot of people. They don't like having all these different apps for all these different you know Facebook products. But it seems like a pretty cool product. You know, if you're in a region, unfortunately that has to resort to that to get Facebook. At least you have now have a more legit option. And I think from the article it said that, like, the app itself is, like, 1 100th the size of the Facebook app. And it's only
1: in certain countries. Like, you can Bangladesh, Nepal, Nigeria, South Africa, Sudan, Sri Lanka, Vietnam, and Zimbabwe with certain Android devices. Let's see if it'll even let me. It probably won't even let me in. Install... Nope, you don't have any devices. I sure do, Facebook, just not the one.
2: Well, you can always try VPN.
1: Yeah, (laughs) VPN through Zimbabwe, real quick.
0: Yep, fire up my DACA VPN.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The cool thing is, Eric probably has one of those.
0: (laughs) No, I'm not not that bad. (laughs) It's not that bad.
1: It's not that bad, but it's not that good. It's not that, mm. bad. not that bad. All right. Uh, let's see. The new Nexus coming with fingerprint sensor stuff, or the old one would have, but Apple kind of said, "Nah, you can't do yeah. that." That's our thing. You can't. You can't authenticate with your fingers because we invented that, right? Google invented or uh, Apple invented that. Nobody ever authenticated with a finger. I got an HP laptop here that lets you do that. They didn't shut that down. So, what's up, Apple? I think it, it was more a matter of the...
2: supply. Go, go for it, Eric.
0: Well, it's it's the company. It's so, like the the Motorola was it the Atrix
2: two? Uh, the, I think Atrix had, one, the first Atrix. Atrix one.
0: Okay, so it had it had fingerprint technology from the same company that Apple uses. It's just that Apple decided to buy them. So, so I guess I, you know, who who knows like what the, um, what the you know reason was if it was just no, we're just not going to sell to you, or no, we don't have the uh, the stock for you know to stock to make iPhone and you. Um, but they Motorola wanted to make that little that little dimple on the back, the little Motorola thing. They wanted to make it a uh, a fingerprint reader. Using that same like technology that's on the iPhones.
2: Yeah, you know some of the first rumors for this Moto X, and for uh, I don't know if for the Nexus 6, but some of the first rumors for the Moto X were, hey, that might be a, uh, a fingerprint sensor. That's that's kind of interesting. That really that could have been the case for the Nexus 6.
0: And I think it would have been I think it would have been nice. Like the the placement of that dimple, like Matt, didn't you have that on yours, right? Like wasn't it on yeah, the first it, gens it too? It doesn't
1: do anything on mine, but I think it's like a button on another on the other one, isn't it?
2: No, it's just an emblem that's that's kind of recessed and then it's got a, a plate in front of it, so it's actually a separate it actually jiggles a little bit like you can press it and you know, it makes noise. In some devices. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The whole like authentication that way just is like it's, it's, it's all right if it works well, but otherwise I'm just gonna swipe and put in my thing and not even worry about it.
0: I've used it on the iPhone and it, it works very well.
1: Like, does it work to where you're actually using it all the time or did you use it a couple times and then disable it because it was crap?
0: I, it, it's a, uh, it's disabled automatically on my phone. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, could just because of the like the no, not because, not because it's crap. Oh. Because the um the software that it, we use to like get you know email and stuff. Um, yeah. you know, there's like security features, and you have to yeah. turn
2: stuff, stuff off. Same um, thing here. So yeah, I don't have an iPhone, but I have the same deal. I can't do like face unlock or just no password at all due to the rules. You know. Yeah. So.
0: But I I did I tried it when I was setting it up like before I got all the apps uh, installed and. I'm telling you, like you you go through like the enrollment process, and it has you, um, you know, put you know your finger or whatever else you want on the sensor, a few different ways, and you know, it sort of has like the outline of your of like a fingerprint, and it it lights up, and it yeah. sort of shows, sort of like when you're doing a um, you know, like when you're doing one of those uh 360 pictures with Android, how it sort of guides you to where you're missing where you're missing data. It does the same thing with the fingerprint. Um And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just easy. Finger on there yeah, for the like thing- a second and bam, done.
2: Yeah, and the, the thing about the placement of the fingerprint sensor is your, your finger is going to be there anyways. And, you know, if 9 out of ten, 10 times it works, you know, you just put your finger there and then within a second it unlocks. And if it doesn't, then you would pattern unlock. So think of it as, well, normally I would, you know, put in a pen or or pattern or, or whatever to unlock this, but nine out of ten times I don't have to. Only one or whatever. So, and apparently it's gotten better, particularly with the newer iPhone, the fingerprint sensor. But th- that's for most people that don't have security, you know, a security system in place pr- preventing them from using it. So, but it would have been nice to see that on the Nexus Six or the Moto X. But uh, you know, Moto- Motorola was the first company that that did that on a smartphone, and other companies have done that on laptops, like the laptop I'm using here. As a fingerprint sen- sensor, various others that I know have that. So it's not a new technology, but I'm pretty sure Apple still invented it somehow.
1: MB says they uh, use it every day on the iPhone 6, and it is excellent. Works very well, very consistently.
2: Yeah, I think what most people are worried right, about fanboy. is you.
1: Sorry, what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> is using it at that Gosh. location. You know, it's a pre- premier location. You know, like Apple di- didn't invent the touch screen or. Curved edges or a smartphone without a without a you know key, keyboard, but they'll sue anyone that tries you know to make a phone that some similar enough to their devices. So if anyone makes wants to make a fingerprint scanner like Samsung on the front in that location, you know they would be fearful of doing so for, for being sued by Apple. So that's kind of sad. Yeah, hey, I opinion. just thought,
1: what if we all put Facebook Lite on our wish list? <laughs> like, do you think then we'll... All right.
2: Well, we'd be notified when it does become good. available.
1: <laughs> That's <is> true. <laughs> uh, We should talk about this. This kind of interesting Cyanogen mod kind of just being like, you know what? I think we're just going to not worry about Google and take over Android. Maybe. Uh, Kirk McMaster, CEO of Cyanogen Inc. Uh, He's been in the news lately. Android Authority reporting... Force expressing some controversial opinions on things like Google's tyrannical control over Android or Samsung's complete inability to build a decent mobile operating system. Gosh, Samsung, it's not that hard. I mean, pfft, come on. Uh, he says the opinions expressed on Thursday at the information's next phase of Android event in San Francisco are his most pretentious yet. No, contentious. Sorry, got that wrong. His most pretentious. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, not only has McMaster clarified his views on Google's control over Android, but he laid out Cyanogen's vision for a future devoid of any Google reliance. Uh, so, and he says, he, he just like introduces himself. Hey, I'm the CEO of Cyanogen. We're attempting to take Android away from Google. Boom. Drops the mic. What's up?
2: Yeah, that's not exactly, uh, I don't know. I don't think Google's going to take take well to that, so I mean there's AOSP, which everyone can just use you know, and if you don't want to pay the Google license fee you know to have all the Google apps, you don't necessarily have to do that, but I don't think I don't think they can take that away from it from uh, Google. I don't know I think they're barking up the wrong tree here
0: Well, I think that it this is not unheard of uh, this is what Amazon did they yeah. took they took AOSP. They modified it to their own ends, and they don't they don't use the Google Apps. But Eric, yeah, um, Eric,
1: did did Amazon yeah. come out on stage and be like, "Hey Google, middle finger"? Think- Sorry, my phone keeps like I'm not talking to you, phone. <laughs> it says like, and then they they just like they didn't come out and just put it in their face, right? They were like, "Oh, yeah. we're making this thing."
2: Or Nokia, and Nokia was uh, right. it was now owned by you know Microsoft, and when they made the Nokia X and X Plus. Microsoft didn't necessarily treat Google that way either. So, and they're Microsoft, so it is kind of weird for CyanogenMod, who started out as essentially an Apple modding company, now basically giving the middle finger to, to Android and Google. I don't know. It is kind of weird. That's what Microsoft. One thing, I, I think that
0: it's a little dangerous for them in one sense, which is, um, you know, when you when you get CyanogenMod. If you want the Google App set, um, like there, there's a there's a page on the CyanogenMod website that has links to G apps um, for all different versions. If Google really wanted to, they could, you know, start sending, you know, lawyers after them and saying, you know, take this crap down, and then CyanogenMod loses yeah. a lot of its usability, um, or you know, at least the the ease of, you know, finding it at least, um, just because they're, you know, they're Talking shit, you know, in some interview. Um, I don't think the Samsung, you know, them talking about Samsung. I think that's a pretty safe bet. Like, you know, you're you're you know, you're you're taking a swing at somebody who would never use your operating system anyway. Like yeah. Samsung's all in on on you know doing it their it's, way. It's, yeah, and 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 Tizen, they have Tizen too. So it's like I can see no future where they're making yeah. some deal with Cyanogen. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, we see where companies like Samsung, you know, they're kind of distance themselves, you know, from from Google with their own, you know, OS from the ground up. You know, they're not using AOSP as a core of Tizen. They're basically making their own Linux variant, uh, you know, for their operating system. And in and of itself, you know, they're making all their TVs, all the smart TVs from now on are going to have Tizen exclusively. I think there's another company that's doing that. So I can see where other companies are kind of, you know, there's like a line in the sand between them and Google, and they're trying to distance themselves. But it seems kind of weird for Cyanogen to do that when they that's, that's how they started out, making mods, you know, modding. I don't the OS. know, though.
1: If you think about it, like, without... No, I don't know. I don't use it anymore. Like a lot of us don't use it anymore now that phones have gotten to the point where you don't need to root and rom. And we talked about this before. Like maybe this is their way of, like Eric said, doing an Amazon and being like, all right, it's really time to like make our stuff separate because we are. I bet they did notice like a pretty decent cut in the amount of usage they were getting when when you know, like the Moto X and the new the new HTC's and. Maybe not Samsung. You still rooting around I those? I just think but, they're
2: pissing in the cereal of someone that that feeds them. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> not, not They're more than just biting the hand that feeds them. They're uh, they're trying to, you know, not be in their good graces. I don't know. Well, they're also you know this is this is all marketing. They're
0: marketing yeah, yeah. themselves. It's a company. And there's right? other,
1: Cyanogen Inc. This isn't Cyanogen Mod. This is Cyanogen Inc. This is the company.
0: And. And I, I I think that if you look at where they're getting deals, you know, like India, and maybe these are places where these companies don't, you know, they don't care about the Google suite of apps necessarily. They just, you know, and they don't want to deal with Google. They right. don't want to give money to Google for something that they don't feel they need. So I can, I can totally see where a Cyanjin could say, well, you know, let's, let's make a big deal about how we are the, we are the antithesis of Google. And try to drum up some more business. Um, there is there is a little bit of what you're saying, Nick, that you know they still rely on Google, you know, <laughs> on, on you know on Google just being nice to them and not trying to screw them over. Um, but at the same time, we're we're probably reaching this point where where these these things are just naturally going to break apart. Where Sciengine's going to go their way, Amazon's going their way. Um, just because google has in recent years taken a very heavy-handed approach to uh to android to make it better
1: it had to it didn't have to it doesn't have to continue it can ease back but it completely had to which i think is kind of why things shaped up the way they did which is why we don't really need custom roms and such anymore uh, as much, uh, and they say I like in this in, in the article it says we've barely scratched the surface in regards to what mobile can be. Today Cyanogen has some dependence on Google. Tomorrow it will not. We will not be based on some derivative of Google in three to five years. There will be services that are doing the same old bulls with Android, and then there will be something different. That's what we're doing. That's what we're going here. So. Uh, Let's see, before we wrap things up, did you guys see the iRig? This is kind of cool. It's like a giant amp tube thing. USB aux. You could probably podcast with this thing. Universal near-zero latency guitar processing via its Amplitube app. Huh?
0: Mm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. High performance 32-bit DG, DSP digital sound processor, 24-bit AD converter, 44.1/48 kilohertz sample rate. That's pretty sweet. That's kind of like sound card, like a nice sound card quality in your. So the one I did. I was going to say, is getting it also one of these? a microphone? Go
2: for it.
1: Oh, ladies, at the same time, shall we We're dance? We're talking over one
0: another. I'm so sorry. I, I wouldn't mind one of these to go with my tablet to have, it, like, a mobile podcasting rig. That's what um, I was wondering.
1: Could, I wonder if this would work well enough to podcast. You definitely don't have the storage on your little tablet to record an hour of 44-1, you know, uh, audio, but... Oh,
0: don't I? Oh, do you? <laughs> There's, I mean... I have a, right now I have a 64 gigabyte SD card in here and uh, that there's like some of the newer tablets, like the, that Dell venue eight can get up to 512 gigabytes, uh, micro SD card support. So there's, I, there, there is going to be room, uh, on some of these devices. That is Um, a cool
1: little mic. I, I kind of like it. Let's see if we can, maybe we can show this perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah, you can
2: you can screen share. You just can't show yourself. Oh, okay.
1: Well, that's that's fine. I don't need to so, see me.
2: Okay, so, so get get a camera app.
1: All right, ready? <laughs> yeah.
0: And then just display yourself through that.
1: And I'll screen share it. Exactly. Sure. So, yeah, like you see there on the screen, if you're listening or watching live here, it's it's just like a little like, pass-through. And it hooks up, and it does all its little processing. Yeah,
2: go down a little bit lower. There's a microphone. Yeah, that, that, look that, at that the that mic. That's
1: pretty much that's like awesome. what... Eric's using, yeah, yeah, it's cool.
2: 179
0: bucks though—that is a little steep.
2: Um, How much did that one cost for you, Eric? That microphone you're um, using. I think like
0: 340. Okay. So, um, and I this is this is probably much much better quality than that. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I think so. Like, <laughs> I, I I I look at this and I it looks cool, but.
1: I don't know. Like two hundred? A hundred.
2: One hundred seventy dollars No, this is two
0: hundred. The the hundred dollar one is what you would use like for an amp, the thing you would hook your
1: guitar oh, okay. to. Gotcha. And how much is just the box?
0: That the box is that. Oh one seventy nine. Okay. The box is ninety nine bucks. The and the um iRig mic is uh a hundred and eighty dollars.
1: Yeah. That's like well, not more clear. than this. This Audio Technica I'm using, but like way cheaper than the nice mic that we have for like recording music stuff. So it is. It is mm. right in between the two. So
0: yeah. Well, maybe yeah. Maybe we'll pick one up at some point soon and give it a shot.
1: Yeah. Hey, or if I wants to Eric, there is no need to panhandle. These companies will gladly send a large syndicated show. Such as ours, that's right? Hands up, and then, and then, you know, maybe, maybe we'll send it back. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it goes yeah. to pawn shop. If if we have
0: time, you know, maybe we'll. I know. We'll use it. And do it. I mean, we're busy.
1: We're but if busy. you want to, send it, go ahead. Uh, Nick, was this your Dell Venue Eight unboxing or no?
2: No. Okay. <laughs> I wish it looks like a pretty, uh, pretty sweet tablet.
1: Nick, would you do an unboxing of this unboxing? <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, it looks like uh, there's a new tablet out in town. It was announced uh, in CES. And it's the made Dell, by U8. Dell.
1: Yeah. Don't uh, forget of to all tell people. them that. Tell them that it's made by Dell. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> Dell's Dell tablet.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's an 8-inch tablet, which is mostly bezel-less on the top and side. It's got kind of a large bezel on the bottom, but that's because it has, like, a camera equipment, speaker, etc. cetera. But uh, it's a pretty decent tablet. And uh, we're we're seeing it out on some uh, sites already, some articles and such. It looks like uh, who these people, (laughs) I can't see from here. Oh, Droid Life, yeah. So they picked it up, and they've got got an unboxing for it. That's pretty cool. I mean, it's a really high, it's a relatively high-spec
1: tablet. It's got a a weird, like, it's made if you're left-handed, I guess. You hold it and then tap on it with your right, or if you're...
2: Or you can tilt it over yeah, using your right yeah. hand. So, yeah, it's similar to the Sharp Aquos Crystal phone, but it's, it's a tablet, you know, that most of it dazzles on one of four sides. It's but sweet. it's got like a quad HD display, yeah, quad HD display, and uh, I think this one has an Intel processor on it.
1: About as big around as a Bic. That's cool. Uh, look, at, look at an, that
2: camera.
0: There's three cameras on the back.
1: What? Like they
0: say it's a combined resolution of eight megapixels. What? That's just odd.
2: Well, I think it's for uh, like depth or something. I can't remember. I, I read about it the other day. I think it's it's not just a camera.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't worry, baby, it's for depth. <laughs> three cameras. Don't be freaked out.
1: Get away from me with that thing. With that monster.
0: And the way you hold it, because the, these cameras are sort of in, they're placed in that spot where you would, I think, like the natural handle, like that bezel. Yeah. It, it's kind of weird, a little bit of weird placement to me. Um, yeah, that makes you uncomfortable. But the device itself looks nice.
1: That make you a little uncomfortable? <laughs> just odd.
2: Yeah, sharp. Yeah, it's the same thing with your
1: smartphone.
0: <laughs> cool. But very thin. Um, and I mean those specs. Uh, it's running an Intel uh, quad core processor, which is interesting. Um, I like that the micro SD. It has a micro SD slot in there. Uh, I'm sure some people out there will vehemently disagree with up me on to that. That's a 512
1: um, gigs. That's a big micro SD. That's is that still? Do they even make those?
0: They do. I think they're really expensive, though. It's going to be well over a hundred dollars, if I remember. 64 right.
1: Sixty-four is the biggest one I can afford, but then again, I'm posting ramen pictures on Instagram, so <laughs> hashtag we out, chio. <laughs>
0: Sixty-four gigabytes, though, is is that is the price right now? Um,
1: is that sufficient? You know, that that's sort
0: of where it drops off. Yeah. So, like, you get a 64 gigabyte. I I got one for my Shield tablet. I think for like twelve dollars or something when it was on sale. Um, but if you want to go up to 128, it's like sixty.
1: Damn.
0: I know that crazy. Damn. Um, Why
1: don't you just get two 64 gig ones? How much would that be then?
0: Well, I don't have two micro SD slots. So that would be just stupid. But you'd
1: swap them out. They're hot swappable, aren't they? Uh no. What is this? I'm pretty sure no. they are. It depends what you're running on it. How many force closes will you get if like things are trying to access it and corrupted data. Yeah. Bring on that corrupted data. Hell yeah.
2: Yeah, so they started releasing these tablets like the 7 was announced I think in November and it came out I think shortly after that. And this is this was announced a little bit ago, but I think it, you know, in CES was when they released it or around the time that CES came out. So you know, it's nice to see Dell trying new things. You know, Dell hasn't had a tablet in a while. And then recently they started making some they had the Dell Streak or something, seven and eight inch tablet a long time ago. You know, HP ran out of, you know, <laughs> uh, good tablets a while back as well. Even now they're making tablets. So it's pretty cool. We have more competitors in the tablet space, although tablets, you know, sales overall kind of peaked a bit. So at least there's
0: more out there, and it should bode well for competition. So I am I am looking like really hard for um, a 512 gigabyte uh, card, Amazon, and though. I cannot. No, all they have are 512 megabyte.
1: cards. No, that's um, you're using it wrong.
0: No, n- capital not G, you.
1: capital ah. B. Come on.
0: Here we go. So this is this isn't even a.
1: Ooh, screen share that. I think mother. this
0: is just an SD card. $600.
1: What? GTFRO.
0: I ain't doing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> R008. I mean, for reals. I List like price you
0: of $800. Up. And you a their terabyte
1: price. Micro SD card for $18 billion gazillion, majillion dollars. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thanks for listening. Find us on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. Eric? Yes, Matt? Where else are we? <laughs> uh, I don't we
0: know. are on email. You What's can email, email us at
1: showbackattheandroids.com. Ooh, I like that. That's a good email. You should yeah. all email it and say hi. <laughs> Rise reviews on iTunes because that'd be cool. Uh, check out Breaking Android. Check out Nick Carroll's stuff. Where's your stuff, Nick?
2: Uh, on YouTube, uh, look for Nick Carroll and uh, unboxing. We'll, nice. We'll Nick's got links on
1: techtheandroids.com, huh? Yeah. Yep. So does Eric, huh?
2: They're all over.
1: Yeah. And look at my, look at my Instagram. Hashtag we outchill. Yeah. I'm going to go back up to the mountain and snowboard again tomorrow if I can walk. I got my car back. Got hood lights. Oh, I'm very excited. Very excited. So look for those hashtags. And, hey, make some of your own. Maybe I'll see them when I'm checking how much uh, terrain I've covered on the Whitefish Ski Hashtag Ski Whitefish app. Uh, All right. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Peace.
0: Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. You can join us every week at www.attackoftheandroids.com slash live.